0: This is podcast number four. Hi, this is Paul Lemberg, and I want to welcome you to Orchestrating Success with Hugh Hubeloo. <laughs> this podcast is all about ways to redefine leadership as a pathway to increasing your business or nonprofit income. Now, here's Hugh with today's session. Hi, it's Hugh Ballou, the Transformational Leadership Strategist, representing the integration of strategy and performance. It's a seamless process. It doesn't matter if you have a strategy if you can't make it happen. It's an intuitive skill that a musical conductor knows. We take this piece of paper with dots that we call music, and we lead people into creating glorious sounds. Highly engaged teams focused on the outcome and passionate with the delivery highly effective teams in music we call ensemble my company is synervision the contraction of the words synergy and vision synervision represents this collaborative sense in a high functioning culture today's session is about the strategy we as entrepreneurs have lots of ideas. We got lots of ideas of how it should go. We implement lots of tactics. End of the day, we're back where we started because we've not created a framework, a strategy into which those tactics fit. Long-range objectives, short-term goals, action plans and daily to-do list. That's a pattern of work that takes you to the end of the road. It takes you to your goal. It takes you to where you see in your mind that you want to be. This podcast is about orchestrating success, converting your passion to profit. It's not about money. The goal is not about money. Napoleon Hill, in his book, Think and Grow Rich, listed the app, Tributes of wealth. Money was the very last one, he said, because it was the least important. However, it was on the list. Like I said previously, we build a car and then we're trying to learn how to drive the car. Car represents your your enterprise and the engine is your team. Your skill set is learning how to drive it. We need to put gas in the car. Our fuel for our enterprise, our charity, our religious institution, our educational institution, our business is revenue, cash flow, profit. We must have a bottom line profit. Nonprofit is a tax classification, not a philosophy. I know a lot of business leaders that are mentally running a nonprofit. That's not the end game. Quality of life, achieving tangible results, helping other people solve their problems is why we exist. That's why we and our organization exist, is to provide value for others. In return for the value, we get this cash, this money, this tender that we use to pay the bills with. And our bills are recurring every 30 days. So in this planning process, we're going to think about 30-day milestones. What are we going to accomplish on a monthly basis? How do we define what we do, what our team members do? And so those are things that are so critical in the work that we are going to be doing, the work that we are doing, the work that we should have been doing. If you don't have a strategy, stop. If you're going to be successful, you must write a strategic plan. For charities, I've reframed it, and it's what I call a solution map. It's the same thing, where you want to be and how you're going to get there. That's the document. It's not a business plan, it's an operational plan. You can extract a business plan, which you give your banker, your investor. You run your organization on a strategic plan. There are many, many, many components to it, more than we can cover in a podcast. I wanna give you some key elements to think about. And my planning process is proprietary and it's a process that I use with clients and share with clients. And so, in fairness to everybody, I don't tell you all the components of it. However, I will help you get started, and if you go to TheDefinitiveLeader.com, link is here, the, T-H-E, definitiveleader.com, you'll get my report, and there's a part of it that talks about having the strategy. If you're a fan of Stephen Covey, he says, begin with the end in mind. Define your future vision. Define your organization three to five years out write the statement in present tense. As Napoleon Hill discovered, these successful people he interviewed all had definiteness of purpose. They perceived it as already having happened, and they proceeded to move toward it without having to perfect every step. They knew where they were going. They built a team around them. They brought value to others, and they kept a positive mental attitude always. Successful people think in the future. We think ahead. We find the result. We solve the problem. There's three descriptors that I teach that define leadership. A leader, number one, gets things done. We don't just talk about it. We accomplish our goals. We must write them. Number two, the leader figures out how things happen. We get it done. That means we've got to figure out how. Lots of people haven't figured out how to do what they want to do. That's why we need coaches. And the third one, a leader is a person of influence. The musical conductor is influential. People play at a higher standard. They sing better. They create ensemble because we influence them to access that passion and access the excellence that's already in there and create the excellence of team that I told you was ensemble. It's the synergy of team. When Napoleon Hill interviewed Andrew Carnegie, Carnegie said to him, Any idea that's held in the mind and emphasized that's either feared or revered will begin at once to convert itself into the most appropriate and convenient physical form available. Define the vision. Write it down in present tense. Share it with people that matter. And then proceed toward that outcome. Envision the future like in my previous podcast and go there. So here's the um, first we want to talk about what is our organization about. Our vision is the concept. We do this. Center Vision Leadership Foundation provides high-quality resources and support systems for leaders accomplishing goals that change people's lives. We change people's lives who are changing people's lives. We create the synergy of team together. So my vision statement is to empower leaders, social entrepreneurs, to make a difference with their enterprise and create the lifestyle and income they deserve. My mission statement is we accomplish this through coaching, keynotes, workshops, online training group masterminds, and summits and seminars. We have the highest performing team with the best practices available on the planet. That gives you an idea. Vision is the concept. Mission is how you're going to achieve it. So somebody sees you in an elevator and says, what is your organization? Blah, here's my vision. It's compelling. They get off the elevator and say, how do you do that? Here's our mission. In your planning process, you want to define the future. So what does it look like? Typically, there's three pillars, three objectives that are three to five years. If you wrote down everything you want to accomplish and then group them in categories, you'll begin to see that there's most likely three categories. One would be financial. What does the financial picture look like? What's the revenue that you're bringing in? Two, what does the organization look like? How many people work with you? Are you worldwide? Are you regional? What does the organization look like? What is the machine that drives the results? It's not just you. Third, products and services. How will you generate the revenue? We must have multiple streams of income. For charities, it's eight. For businesses, it's infinite. We need more than one. If you have one, you will go broke. Defining how you're going to generate revenue and building your products and services that provide value is the secret. Define the future. Long-term vision. Boom. It looks like this in three to five years, financially, organizationally, products and services. That's your long-term vision. Scale it back to one year. Your short-term goal is one year or less. What does it look like in one year on the way to that big goal? Define it in present tense, financial, organizational, product, service. Then what are you going to do every 30 days to get to each one of those? So start listing the milestones, the major steps to get to that one-year goal. You can do more detail for the first 60 to 90 days, and then it's more general after that. Measure your milestones for every 30 days. Life happens in 30-day rotations. We pay the bills. We think in monthly. Put your milestones down in present tense. I've accomplished this at the end of the month. Then we start taking the milestones and breaking them into tasks. This is your action plan. We convert from the statement in present tense to an action statement. To create, to draft, to write, to contact. To develop, to implement, action statement drives action. We have an action statement. It's a task or an action. We have a responsible person, and we have a deadline. When will it happen? This is your accountability mechanism for yourself and the team. Mm -hmm. This should be shared openly. That's the accountability. Smart goals, specific, measurable, accountable, Mm -hmm. realistic, and timed. Realistic, do you have the time? Do you have the resources? Timed. When will it happen? Accountable. You have shared it with your team, with people outside your team. Once you share it, other people know where you're going and they're in a position to help you. We don't write goals and put them in a drawer. We write goals and share them, especially when you have a team working together. Formal team, informal team, virtual team, live team. It's important to have a program of work that you co-create. You're the leader, you define the vision, you define the mission, you define the goals, you define the milestones. Now the team starts co-creating the how-to. And then for each person on the team, here's the secret sauce, the DVDs, Daily Value Deliverables. What will you do each day on each one of those goals? These are baby steps. You must do them if you write them on your calendar. Five days a week, three DVDs daily every day. Value, they're related to your goals. Deliverables, they're results-oriented, not activity-oriented. If you do three of those a day, that's 15 a week. It's 60 baby steps a month. Makes a huge quantifiable difference in the results you and your team are going to see. Teach your team to have that kind of discipline. That's the secret sauce. There are many more components to your macro strategic framework. Who is your customer? Who is going to come to your church or synagogue? Who will buy your products or services? Who will donate to your program? Who will come to the events that you have? Who will join your community online? Define that person. It's not everybody. It's a very specific, targeted person, specific demographic, sociographic, psychographic, age group. Who will be attracted to you and why? This is the other piece that requires a whole lot of thinking. All of these components require a whole lot of thinking. I'm giving you a huge amount of data in a short period of time. Go to the webpage on transformationalstrategist.com or hubalublog.com for this podcast number four, and you'll see these things listed on that page along with the links that I'm referring you to. Why do people need you? Your unique value proposition is the very thing that people need from you and they can't get from other people. Why should they attend your events? Why should they subscribe to your newsletter? Why should they donate? Why should they buy your products? Why do people make a buying decision to join your tribe? We really haven't taken time to clarify the value proposition. In there is your brand identity. This is who we are. This is what we represent. It's your brand promise. This is what people are going to get as a result of participating. As we're crafting the statements, it's really important to understand why people need us and be able to tell them. People don't care what we have to offer until they understand why it's important to them. Then they'll understand the what. They also need to understand the impact participating with you will have to their organization, to their lives, to their finances. What impact will you provide to them? Here's the quantifiable results. Another component is if you don't have a budget, that's wrong. Every line item on your budget should tie to your milestone, to one of your activities in your plan. There's a circular reference. There's a discipline. Spend money. What do you get? Is it leading you toward your final result? Having the discipline to match your budget with your plan and the and the discipline to stay focused on the plan if you need to spend money on something not in your plan either you don't spend it or you change your plan it's important to have a unified plan and the discipline in that plan and converse to what some people think writing a plan does not constrain or limit your creativity it actually frees up your creativity because you're not spending time thinking about what to do next, working out the details, or fixing what you did wrong or out of sequence. You're spending your energy and time being creative, doing what you want to be doing. Pay the upfront price. Create your plan. There are many models for strategy. I would encourage you to do a lean strategy if you're early-stage startup or your concept. Get the major components and back to the definitive leader, the definitive leader. I'll give you some ideas of what those are. Build your plan, share it with your team, share it with the advocates that you have in your life, and keep those advocates up to date. Share your goals and share with them every month. This is what's going on. Just wanted to tell you. And then the more you share your progress, your challenges, your celebrations, the more energy those people will bring back to your project. Because those people who are your advocates are people who like you. You like them. You have a relationship. And they understand your value proposition. Number one leadership goal is to define the end results and create a pathway to get there. Equip yourself and your team to accomplish those goals. Long-term objectives three to five years, short-term goals, one year or less, milestones, monthly accomplishments, action plan, weekly actions to get to the milestones, DVDs, daily value deliverables, what will you do every day? Now, this sounds like a whole lot of work. Well, you chose to do this. You could have been a barber. You could just walk well, go into work and cut people's hair or be a stylist. You're changing the world. It requires some heavy lifting on your part. It requires learning things that you don't know. It requires having a coach or a mentor who's a subject matter expert who will give you value on leadership skills, on sequence, on planning, on marketing. Find the right person. Have a coach. Have a mentor. Because the people who are successful have successful people around them. And when you pay somebody to hold you accountable. You pay somebody to teach you the things you don't know that you don't yet know that you don't know. There's a different dynamic. There's a level of commitment that drives success in a quantifiable way. This is Hugh Ballou. Here's a note to the weary and the frantic. You're too busy. You can't get things done. Stop. Go back to your plan. Make sure that you have things in a sequence and the sequence is reasonable. Once you put things in a sequence, you'll find out that you have more time to do things correctly and you have to spend less time going back and doing them over when you really didn't have time or thought you didn't have time in the first place. Don't discount planning because you don't have time. Take the time, pay the upfront cost. That will make sure that you don't go in the ditch and don't become weary and frantic, spinning your wheels, ending up where you started at the beginning of the day. At the end of the day, you want to mark off something. I've accomplished these DVDs. These are baby steps. I've done it. I am closer to my goal. This is Hugh Ballou, the Transformational Leadership Strategist. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening today to the Orchestrating Success Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to stay focused on ways to redefine leadership and increase your profit.